Let's listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody. Gather near. The doctor's in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron, the host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, is in the house. We're going to try and get this uh, audio squared away and uh, redo as much as possible what we did, we did a, what we did a couple of days ago, and with the audio that kept going in and out and basically unintelligible. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I appreciate it, and the show on inflammation again. It will be replacing episode three of season six because of the audio problems. Let me remind you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice. It should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your uh, physician. So, you know, the whole purpose of this program for the last uh, five and a half years has been to give you information so that you could be the CEO of your own body and let you know that you have the right to ask questions and get answers before you allow anything to be done to it. It is just so important because logic and imagination are being shut out of our culture. As more and more people are unable or unwilling to imply logic and rationality, those qualities diminish in importance and you should abandon them because they don't serve you. They aren't useful. You see where this could lead? More of us would surrender to our own stimulus response mechanisms and the overall level of chaos would increase and expand. So there is no situation in which you should abandon, ladies and gentlemen, your own ability to employ, uh, employ reason and rationality no matter what other people are doing. Their surrender should not become an excuse for you to desert your own power. 
because you have individual powers in logic and imagination. Logic is essentially grounding and stabilizing. It allows you to analyze any situation or cluster of information and see through its validity or invalidity. And gosh, imagination keeps you soaring and takes you soaring. It allows you to see your greatest vision for your life. So others around you may be succumbing to their own misperceptions and lack of energizing spirit. But that doesn't mean you have to. So with an attitude of gratitude, I welcome you today because as we know, grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. And as I've told you in the past, neuroscience reveals that gratitude literally helps to rewire your brain. So let's remember that during these stressful times and uh, let's have an attitude of gratitude that we take with us every day and, and really mean it uh, when we meet somebody. When you say thank you, really mean it uh, because it's important to them. So we talked about acute inflammation and acute inflammation is critical for, for us. You know, it's, um, it's natural. It's help us, it helps us to heal. Our bodies release cytokines and this brings into the injured area, white blood cells, and they knock out infections and inflammations to help the healing process. And when this happens, healthy inflammation starts. And this is a beneficial tool for our body. Our bodies need it to heal. The cells come in and eliminate any infections. They fix the problems. And before they go away, they clean up everything. And when the system is healthy and working properly, it is almost always localized. It is almost always short-term. But chronic inflammation is quite unhealthy. And generally, it is throughout your whole body. So in addition to causing any pain and disability, you know, it'll make us age faster. That should get our attention, right? So remember, anytime you see the letters I-T-I-S, itis, at the end of a word, it tells you that unhealthy unhealthy inflammation is around and present. And you know, when you have too much inflammation, you have arthritis. You know, there's 40 million Americans that have arthritis. And when remained un unchecked, what happens? It damages your joints, causes bone on bone, as a lot of elderly people have, causes deformity. And as we talked about, you have allergic rhinitis, you know, like from allergies, your, whole, your nasal patches just get swollen. And that's another 40 million people right there. So between 40 million arthritis patients and 40 million people with allergic rhinitis, that's 80 million people. And then you add then into that gastritis, colitis, dermatitis, and it goes on and on. Even Alzheimer's now is thought to be the result of an inflammatory condition. And so is atherosclerosis. Not, col not cholesterol, but inflammation is the primary trigger. 
and it's getting worse. And this, this, whatever is triggering it is the problem. And the cause has to be found when you see your physician. And we, you know, we've learned a lot about inflammation. You know, when you have acute inflammation, you use rice, correct? R for rest, I for ice, C for compression, and E for elevation. But that should be self-limited and go away. All right, so we want to uh, learn a little bit more about chronic inflammation. So there's an article that came out, and I, my impression was they have been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. And why do I say that? There's a new test that came out called Glyca, G-L-Y-C-A. It's experimental this time, and it measures an inflammatory marker, Glyca. The higher your levels, the higher your inflammation. And then it also increases your risk of the triple crown of bad news, heart attacks, heart failure, and death. Well, over the years, studies have found that another inflammation marker, C-reactive protein, CRP, is also a great window to your heart health risk. And it, and it is a much better window than cholesterol. So doing either one of these two tests, you can gauge your risk of heart problems, but you don't want to flunk both. If you have lousy scores on both, that means your inflammation must be all kinds of crazy. And that is the reason why that inflammation is the reason that cholesterol can stick to your artery walls. You know, there is, there's an inner lining of the coronary arteries called the intima. You're going to be, this is going to blow your mind. There is no saturated fat in the inner lining of your artery walls. But when inflammation is there, the artery, the cholesterol goes there and, and starts to heal it. It sticks to those artery walls. That inflammation acts like a lint trap and collects all that debris that's passing by. And if it collects too much, you get blockages and then the resulting heart attack. And the cholesterol ends up getting the blame. But it was just a bystander got caught up in the lint trap. So if you can reduce those inflammatory levels, cholesterol will just pass right through without sticking and you won't have that junky buildup. So I don't know if this test is gonna be available, you know, like all the other tests. They'll probably have a test or us store pretty soon. But you definitely can get the CRP level. And a high CRP means you could have an increased risk of a heart attack, stroke, and death by heart disease. And the number is 52% over five years. Could increase your risk of cancer by 
if your CRP numbers are low, however, you're sitting pretty, pretty good there. And you really have no reason to panic. And we'll get into some things you can do to keep those numbers low. Because diet is going to be really important in this situation. So controlling inflammation is the key if you want to stay as healthy as possible. And, and that's what you want to do. You want to keep your inflammation low. Okay. So, factors that, inc that will increase your risk of chronic inflammation include being overweight or obese, eating a sad, a standard American diet, family history of heart disease, diabetes that is poorly controlled, a sedentary lifestyle where your meat is on the seat, getting very little or no exercise, smoking, chronic infections, gum disease. Now, why gum disease? Because gum disease, periodontitis, that ITIS again, goes along with arteritis, the inflammation of your arteries. So if your gums are inflamed, more than likely your arteries are inflamed. And remember, that could act like a lint trap, collecting cholesterol and, and clogging them up. So that's why gum disease is really important. It, it's a window to what's going on in your whole body. And stress. Because stress, like this pandemic of China, when everybody's so fearful with 24-7 of bad news, if you watch television, has to do with cortisol levels. And when you have high cortisol levels, you have a lot of inflammation going on. And pro in this diet, I can't tell you enough that uh, the, your diet is really critical. Okay, because the, the pro-inflammatory foods, which we'll get into, uh, just cause a tremendous imbalance in your body of everything that's important, especially the fatty acids. So can decrease your inflammation might be one of the best things you can do to live a, a longer, healthier life. And don't worry about drugs. I mean, they, drugs are good for acute inflammation for a couple of days, but they have been found to slow healing and lead to other, other problems like kidney disease and what have you. But controlling this inflammation is what we have to get down to. And it could be a little tricky for your physician to get to the, the cause of it, the splinter, as it's been called. Because certain levels of inflammation naturally increase as we age. You know, you're going to be catching the flu. Of course, now with COVID, there's no flu, so I guess that's a good thing. And I guess with COVID, there's no heart attacks, there's no cancer. Everything's going away with COVID, so be that as it may. 
because we have to really talk about chronic inflammation because over time it damages our cells. So you have the acute inflammation, everything gets healed up. The white blood cells and, and hormones should go away, but when they don't and they continue to try to heal something, then they attack normal cells. And that's what causes the problem. These white blood cells that have flooded the, the scene to clean up bacteria, virus, and damage from injury or infection, they, they don't go back to where they should. And they're, they act as hand grenades to, this, to our immune system. They blow up everything in sight, healthy or not. So you know your blood cells have a, a lifespan, generally short for neutrophils, the white blood cells that go in the, to clean up inflammation, those in the macrophages. But in chronic inflammation, they continue to be sent in long after that initial threat is gone, causing damage to the healthy tissue that remains. And then what happens? It can start attacking, as I said, the healthy cells, like the linings of your arteries, your intestines, the cells in your liver, liver the cells in your brain. You know, it can shrink your brain. The tissues of your muscles, the tissues of your joints. And that's how you develop diseases. And it's low grade. You just may feel fatigued or have brain fog and not know what's going on, but the, the issue could be chronic inflammation. It's slow, it's, it's secret, hard to diagnose in day-to-day -day life. But once that you start having symptoms and dis-ease, like arthritis attack or a heart attack, or if you have real memory loss, you know that something's been attacking your body. So chronic infection, right? One that's hard to kill. Like Lyme disease that lingers for a long time. So it's not the virus themselves itself, but it's the inflammation that persists that leads to the damage. Certain people have a genetic propensity for inflammation uh, and your, the immune system misfires like rheumatoid arthritis, MS, lupus. So an outside infection, genetics, environment, pollution, air and water quality, environmental allergies. And how about this? 80 some thousand chemicals in our environment every day, in our foods, in the air, in the, in the fire retardant uh, fabrics, the formaldehydes, et cetera, can wear our immune system down. And lifestyle, right? Unregulated stress, too much tobacco, too much drinking, lack of activity. And as we've talked about innumerable in occasions, a lousy sleep pattern, a lousy sleep pattern is tied to chronic inflammation. And one thing that 
I want to just mention here because it's really important and a lot of people don't talk about it is leaky gut syndrome. What is leaky gut? Well, you only have one layer of cells that stops foreign material from getting from your intestines into your bloodstream. And if inflammation is in your gut and those cell walls now open up and become porous, then toxins can get into your system. What does that do? Your body says, well, these, these guys don't belong here. They start an inflammatory autoimmune response that starts destroying even your own cells. Okay, do you get that? So remember what we've been talking about for months and months and months. 80% of your immune system is in your gut. Trillions of bacteria and viruses in your gut. And if they go crazy, your whole system goes crazy. So we want to try not to have triggers of our immune system that last for a long time. And we don't want our our immune system to over-respond and respond and respond and respond in an endless cycle. Whether it's from our diet, from rampant stress, from bad sleep, we don't want to keep this process in motion because then our body would never get a break. So there are pro-inflammatory foods, right? Foods high in sugar number one on the list. And sugar includes high fructose corn syrup or corn syrup or corn sugar. It's all the same, really. And unhealthy fats like in the fast foods. Because they not only are bad for our immune system, they also mess up our gut microbiome. As I said, it's made up of trillions of bacteria. And we've talked about the gut microbiome. And you, my regular listeners know I like a product called Megaspore. But there are other products out there that you need, that you need to keep your microbiome in good shape, which leads to good immunity. And on its own, when that microbiome is, is discombobulated, when it's dysregulated, you know, it's associated with metabolic diseases, pulmonary diseases, nervous system conditions, and as I mentioned earlier, Alzheimer's disease. So this is an ongoing process. High fiber foods are really important to eat whole grains to restore your gut balance. How do you know if you have chronic inflammation? Well, it's not whether you have it or you don't have it. By a certain age, we all have some degree of inflammation and some people think our bodies will die with one big inflammatory response. We just don't want that forest fire in our bodies. So if you smoke, drink a lot, carrying around a lot, lot of extra weight, especially in your belly, you never exercise, you eat poorly, uh, 
you constantly feel agitated by stress, your chances of having some level of chronic elevated inflammation are high. However, if you're lean, you're healthy, you lead a balanced lifestyle, you should have less, less of it. And remember, it can always be measured by a C-reactive protein. So, remember, you always have some inflammation, so a little bit of elevation of C-reactive protein is going to be normal as we age. If you have a cold and you have the test done, remember, it's going to be a little bit high. But you can always eat better. You can always reduce your stress. But, however, if you have swollen joints, if you're developing heart disease, might be a good marker to have done. Okay. And lifestyle changes are the answer. Okay. We talked about epigenetics. You know, genetics only account maybe for 10% of how our outcomes, but lifestyle epigenetics can account for 90%. Remember Dr. Russell Jaffe, and the eight biomarker tests that you can get from your physician that can influence your life. Why? Because if they are abnormal, they could be corrected by lifestyle changes. Okay, like exercising more, eating better. So you might, might need a, a lifestyle change that's wholesale. The whole body, right? Might be important for you. And one thing I want to talk about before I leave is CBD. CBD has a lot of positive actions. And I think there are more endocannabinoid receptors in our body than any other receptor. And CBD can help with what? Inflammation and autoimmunity. Shown to be, it's been showing to be very promising in that area. Has a lot to do with our T cells. Can help our, if we have the, any of these neuro, neurodegenerative diseases like we talked about, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis. Seizures, of course, that's the one, the Charlotte's Web, that's how it was initially used. But, you know, we talked about stress. CBD can relieve anxiety. And on its own, it can, be, can relieve pain. Lots of studies with using CBD and rheumatoid arthritis, ITIS, arthritis. Okay. And on its own, it may, it may help with your heart because it can help your arteries to dilate. So if they're already a little bit clogged up from inflammation, it could make them a little wider, let the blood flow a little better. On its own, can cannabidiol, CBD has been studied with inflammatory bowel diseases in animal models to reduce gut inflammation. And you know, CBD can promote bone, bone growth. And there's a whole, there's lots of articles on that. I'm not going to get into it today, but 
it's great to, especially for females it tells your body to make bone not destroy it as you get older and and sleep deprivation not getting good quality sleep is associated with inflammation melatonin and cannabidiol can help with insomnia and get you a good night's sleep Wouldn't that be great? Have a good night's sleep. So, chronic inflammation. Two things that I think are important that you will not see written too much is Dr. Wong's Zymessence, Z-Y-M-E-S-S-E-N-C-E. Zymessence is a very strong enzyme. You don't make enzymes after you age 27 and enzymes prevent fibrosis they eat up scar tissue they are anti-inflammatory they are antiviral they are anti-aging so if you want to optimize your health and decrease inflammation a natural way of doing it would be to use dr wang's zymescence a second product i think to keep you healthy and free of chronic inflammation is Parrot Essential Oils, PEOs, named by Professor Brian Peskin. Parrot Essential Oils provide a grain-based oil so that your body can make essential fatty acids. Remember, marine lipids are toxic. Marine lipids are antifreeze for cold water fish. They contain thousands of times more of the uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids that you need. That's why every study, the studies that they do on these marine lipids are not turning out too well because they're toxic. So I recommend you to look into PEO. Go to brianpeskin.com, brianpeskin.com. He has some great articles there that are free. He has some great reading that is free. Go to Dr. Wong, drwongessentials.com. Lots of great information. Okay, so you won't have to take flaxseed oil. The polyunsaturated fatty acids are part of the PEO. Doesn't it make sense to just to provide the substrate for the essential fatty acids, provide the linoleic acid and the alpha-linolenic acid that your body needs and let it make the DLA, the arachidonic acid, DHA and EPA. And that just, just, uh, just makes a lot of sense. And if you want to learn more, you can go to one of my podcasts, just Look for uh, Brian Peskin. So let me just look at my notes because, as I say, this is a redo of Tuesday show, and I usually just uh, get rid of my notes, but I'm glad I kept some. All right, so other anti-inflammatory foods are beans, nuts, of course, colorful veggies, and fruits, especially avocados and extra virgin olive oil, 
seasonings and flavor boosters like ginger, chives, garlic, onions, and shallots. And remember, it's really important. Just avoid the inflammatory foods like sugar and dairy products to start with. Ditch any foods that contain trans fats like processed foods. Any, any label that says partially hydrogenated oil. Help you to fight that uh, fire inside you normally. And remember, there, you know, I said it, I remember saying Tuesday there, and I don't have the study in front of me at this time, but inflammation in midlife is linked to cognitive decline as you get older. You know, we don't we don't want to lose it as we get older. We want to die young at an old age, right? We want to be young at an old age. Do you understand that concept? That's a concept that was proposed by Dr. Russell Jaffe. Live a long time, but be healthy at that time. Dr. Jaffe's goal is to dance at his 125th birthday. He wants to be young as he ages. I see we have some new people in here today. Thank you. And I um, didn't pay a lot of attention to the board today, and I do apologize for that. Thank you, uh, Tots and uh, T and Joey and Spark uh, and others, I see. Thank you for tuning in here. But, you know, this is Dr. Ron. I've been a physician now for over 55 years. I have two board certifications. I've published articles. I'm a board-certified acupuncturist, uh, and I've been practicing alternative medicine for probably 30 years. But my goal here is only to bring you information, information that you can use to help you and your family. Because I, my gut feeling is that we're, as we go more into these next four to five years, uh, things are going to be rationed. And we have to know what, how to make good decisions. And as, we, as I sort of intimated today, uh, hardening of the arteries and blocked arteries is not a statin deficiency. It's an inflammatory problem. You don't need more statins all the time. Now, if you have a genetic problem, yeah, you may need some statins because certain statins are anti-inflammatory. That's why they work. It has nothing to do with cholesterol. You need cholesterol for your brain. You need cholesterol for hormones. You need cholesterol for vitamin D. For It's so important for so... It's probably... Uh, cholesterol should be a hormone itself. So I want to bring this type of information to you. We've talked about it over the last five years, but we probably have to now start recycling it so that you can make informed decisions. And please don't be afraid to ask your physician questions if he doesn't want to answer them, or if he has dead plants in his office, time to move on. Okay. Have an attitude of gratitude. And remember, it's not the water around the ship that sinks it. It's the water inside the ship that sinks it. So don't let all this negative news get inside of you and pull you down. It's not worth it. We're going to get through this and we're going to, but we have to do some work on our own. You have to be proactive on this. So shows like mine and other shows. 
And then as, as I feel that you can understand it, I'm going to start talking about frequency healing, like the right frequencies, quantum entanglement. Okay. Things that maybe you haven't heard of, but have been around. Uh, Nikola Tesla had a lot of, taught us a lot about this, about quantum physics, but probably would be the next way we can heal things at a distance. Okay. With frequencies, everything is a frequency. Light is a frequency. The medications you take are a frequency. So as I think that you're understanding this, we'll get more into that. So please try and have a great positive attitude that'll keep you healthy and productive. Your body is a servant of your mind. Remember that. Exercise. Really important. Get your meat off the seat. Have a superior interior. What I mean by that is keep your gut microbiome Populate it. Keep your mind active. Learn more things. Read books. Get in touch with your spiritual side. Meditate. Pray. Help your fellow man. If you, if it's possible, depending on the climate, spend try and get at least 30 minutes outdoors. Really important for your health, both mental and physical. If you've been putting something off to write, just do it. And really important, you know, pick up that phone. Call your friends. Call family. Call people in your past that you've maybe neglected. And take a look at that bucket list. Because that could be educational for you. Make some tentative plans if you ever wanted to go on a trip. These are all things that not only are good for you, but also keep you healthy because they decrease inflammation. Get the idea? All right. So this program will replace the one from Tuesday, season six, episode three, because Tuesdays is entirely when I listen to it. Thanks to listeners like uh, Tots who turned me onto it, it completely unintelligible. And I thank you for that. And thank you for all that are tuned in today on short notice. I appreciate and have an attitude of gratitude for everybody. So thank you. So uh, I do have to talk about COVID on Saturday. I'm not going to tell you today, but we have been led down a path that I, I'm not happy about. And I'm not happy about the WHO today. Today, they have said what I have said for five months. High cycle PCR tests produce COVID false positives. As I have said for months, we have had a case-demic, not a pandemic. The numbers are all inflated. The numbers that are used for death for COVID include cancer, heart disease, and flu. And a lot of high cycle PCR tests were flu tests, not COVID tests. So all of a sudden, you're going to see COVID cases decrease almost like a miracle because the test was used to manipulate us. 
the vaccines are all of a sudden going to be working because they're going to use this test at a lower cycle, which will not spit out so many false positives. Those of you that have been with me for quite a while know that this has been driving me crazy and I just could not get enough word out that we were being manipulated. Not that there isn't a COVID virus, but they've used this virus to lock us down, to make us go crazy, keep us in fear. If any of my listeners want to get the uh, lowdown on the vaccines, I recommend Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and his child defense uh, website. Really good independent investigation. And just know that leading scientists in California are recommending that Moderna's vaccine be stopped there because it probably was a bad batch. Well, they have to look into that. Watch everything that Fauci the emperor says because now he's saying the vaccine could become mandatory, an experimental vaccine. I'm gonna, this is the last thing I want to say about it. The FDA approved an experimental vaccine. They authorized the use of an experimental vaccine. The final phase three trials will not be uh, finished until 2023. Okay, so these are some of the things we'll discuss Saturday. We'll just devote it to uh, COVID. And if you want to call in, I welcome that. And we can have a discussion about it. So I have a dear friend, Freddie, who's... He uh, wrote my opening song, and he wrote a closing song for me. Great musician, good friend. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope this audio is better than it was on Tuesday. All new microphone, even though I had a Yeti blue microphone. Got another one. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you for the feedback. Have the great rest of the week. Hey, everybody. Got the Ron Sinners for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week